0: Good day, afternoon, morning, evening, wherever it is, whatever time it is, wherever you are. We welcome you to the Robert and Rosalie, whatever this is. (laughs) (laughs) I took a right turn. I took a right turn, that's right. Today, we're going to do a little bit of talking about something that we have avoided talking about, that we didn't want to go to, but we actually feel that it's important enough to address it. And that is our national cheerleader. Because President Donald Trump is definitely a national cheerleader. He has done so much for our country, and continues to, even though the media says he's not. (laughs) And even though there are some who aren't even in office any longer, who still claim that they're doing what he's doing. so we just wanted to point out a few things um, for you. Well,
1: you know, with you saying he's our national cheerleader and he, he, listen to his speeches. I mean, he's so up on America. America's going to do great. We're going to get past this pandemic. We're going to recover the economy again. We're going to, you know, do all this. And what's wrong with having a cheerleader? You know, you have teams, you have a cheerleader at the, at the games cheering teams on. What's wrong with cheering on America? You know, why do we have to be down on America? You know, I know generations of people now have been taught in school that America's bad, America's evil. We've done all these terrible things. Well, every country has done terrible things, but America has done very many good things, too. And we're going to talk today a little bit about a book I've written, one, one of my books. This is my newest book. It's called Make America Great Again again and this book was written for one specific purpose and that was to encourage Trump supporters because if you listen to the media or a- any part of it print radio television any of it it's 100 well it's survey it's over 90 percent negative about Trump come on no one is 90 percent negative except maybe Satan himself you know but uh this is a book that is filled with the positive accomplishments of President Trump's first term, things most people have never heard of because they've never been acknowledged by the media, they've never been spoken about, but he's accomplished more. I, you know, I teach history and political science, and I believe President Trump has accomplished more in the first three years of his first term than any other president we've ever had, with the exception maybe of FDR. And then eventually, almost everything he accomplished in his first administration was declared unconstitutional. So there is a difference there. But we're going to talk a little bit about that book. Okay. Okay.
0: Oh, I'm trying to find just one specific thing that I would want to say because there's so much good.
1: Well, when I sell my books, I go out and do book sales all the time. I always tell anybody, open it to any page and just read a few sentences. If a few sentences doesn't sell a book, don't buy it.
0: Well, Trump economy is working for minorities. How about that? There
1: you go. How about that?
0: The the U.S.'s long economic expansion has been particularly beneficial for minority workers. The unemployment gaps between both blacks and whites, as well as Hispanics and whites, have reached all-time lows. It's not just... That the job market has been good for minorities. It has been historically good. You know,
1: that's it. You hear all the time that he's a racist and all this, which you know is easily refuted when you look at the the awards and citations he's got from groups like the NAACP and other things as that. Uh, he was honored one time. Rosa Parks and him were on the same same stage, honored being honored by the NAACP. But if you look at his record for how he's helped minorities. It's, it's better than anybody, you know, it's better than anybody. Their employment was better. Their home ownership was better. Uh, the gap between uh, whites and minorities narrowed during the first three years. You know, of course the pandemic came along and has destroyed the greatest economy we've ever had, but it's in uh, recovery right now. Matter of fact, you know, I was, uh, when, I, when Trump first got elected, I would go to book sales and many African-Americans would come by and they'd see I have a book called Then Came Trump. They'd see it and they'd go, ah, Trump, you know, forget about that. You know, but uh, in the last year or so, before the pandemic, I had many African-American people come by and look at my books and say, wow, why wouldn't I be for Trump? More people in my family are working now than ever before. You know, and you look at the economic opportunity zones that he's opened up with... uh, through the bill that was passed by Senator Scott, you know, there's been more money poured into minority and inner city neighborhoods than ever before to help people get businesses started. Of course, now a lot of them have been burned down, you know, but uh, they were doing very good until the pandemic hit and the riots.
0: Yeah, yes, exactly. Okay, so I'm doing as he asked (laughs) his, his uh, readers to do when he's out selling and I'm still perusing the book because I can't put it down that was my latest comment about the book that I received in an email today that uh, someone gave this book to his, her brother and he got back to her and said I couldn't put it down I couldn't stop reading it but here's here's a little something in December of 2018 the Wall Street Journal reported oh I'll just let me mention Robert has not made these things up This book is very researched, and and of course he cites all of that. Uh, The Wall Street Journal reported, The U.S. became a net exporter of oil and refined fuels last week for the first time in decades, a symbolic milestone that would have seemed unthinkable just 10 years ago. Today, America is the largest crude oil producer in the world. Until the Trump bump, none of this was considered possible. Now the world is filled with possibilities.
1: Well, think think of this. Ever since the oil embargo of the 1970s, every president has said that one of their goals is to make America energy independent. Because when the Arab embargo hit in the 1970s, it, it shut down America. You know, you could only go to the gas station and buy a couple gallons at a time. You could only go on certain days of the week and things like that, you know. And every president from, from Nixon all the way through Obama has said, oh, we're going to be energy independent. We're going to be, and we never were. And it never seemed to get any better. We were still dependent on the Middle East for oil. Well, President Trump got in, and he just went with drill, baby, drill, as well as all of the above. I mean, he's, he's, he's helped every type of energy. And here we are, just three short years of this, and we're the largest oil producer in the world. When it comes to Mideast oil, we can tell them, keep your oil. We don't need it. We, we sell oil all over the world now. You know, so this is just one of the things that we can see. And President Trump is constantly, constantly telling us that we can do better. No matter how good we were doing, under him, after that first three years, we had the greatest economy the world had ever seen. And what did he say? We can do better. The best days are still yet to come. And that's what he's saying to us all the time. He's our cheerleader.
0: Yes, and he's good at it. Um, I'm looking again for one more, just one more. One more. Yes.
1: Well... You know, if you listen to the media, you would think that President Trump was the worst thing to come down the pike. But if you look at what he's done, you get a completely different picture. One case in point is the VA. You know, if you remember under President Obama, people were on waiting lists so long they were dying. And this was a, a scandal that went on and on and on for the last his whole last term. And no one was reprimanded. No one was called to account, and it just kept going on. Well, President Trump got in. He passed a law with Democratic support. A lot of these things were done bipartisanly, but he gets no credit for even passing them. They don't even mention them. But he passed a VA Reorganization Act that not only held all those people accountable, but made it possible for everybody in the VA who goes to use VA services, they get a a card, and if they don't get service within a certain amount of time, they can go to any doctor they want, and the VA will pay for it.
0: Yes, thank God. Thank, thank God. God our veterans deserve that. Well, I almost said the word so.
1: <laughs> no, that'll go back to another story. Right. You know.
0: Well, as you can see, just from what we've said, the little bit we've said, that's just a, a, a spit in the bucket of what Trump has done for us for our country, for our, us, our other people. But we're not, so we're very cautious about saying vote for Trump. Because we believe you need to vote for someone who lines up with your beliefs. What you believe is what is, and also check out the sources. When you're hearing things on the news that uh, that Biden's doing this or that Trump's doing that, you need, to, you need to check it out further than that. We, we shouldn't just take it for uh, for being, well, you could even check out what we're saying. Obviously. Of course, do, that.
1: do and, that. And
0: remove emotion from your vote. So many people have got stuck on the fact that, well, he's not presidential because of how he acts and what he says. He's just not presidential. And I say fooey to that, but at any rate, then I'm getting emotional. So we need to keep our emotions in check when we're voting.
1: Well, you know, some people say, well, they don't like the way he tweets. They don't like the way he talks to some people. Well, I have to tell you, I do. I've been waiting my whole life to hear somebody who believes in capitalism and believes in free enterprise and personal liberty to stand up and talk back to these guys who keep telling these lies and shutting everybody else down and thinking they can destroy anybody they want just with their media and I'm glad to have somebody stand up and say, hey, wait, it's not that way. This is the way it is. And as he has said, he doesn't have the time to be presidential. He's getting things done. And he is. You know, but back to your point in a more general way. Say this to everybody. I'm not. We're not here trying to tell you vote for this, vote for that. Vote for what you believe. If you truly believe in abortion on demand all the way up to the moment of birth, and you believe, you know... Uh, anything like that, find somebody who agrees with that. They're easy to do, they're called Democrats, vote for them. You know, if you believe in the uh, freedom to own guns and keep your own weapons in your house, find somebody who believes in that and vote for that. Whatever it is that you have as a strong issue in your life, find somebody who believes in it. We know so many people who if you just listen to what they say they support and they're for, you would think, oh, well they vote, over to this side. And then you find out, no, they vote over to the other side. People vote against their own interests all the time. We constantly see it. And we would just urge everybody, you know, clarify in your mind what you really believe, and then find somebody who supports what you believe and support that person. Don't just say, I vote for them. Support them. Send them money. Help them out. Work for their campaigns. Stand up for your issues. You know, don't be in a place where we're just trying to shut everybody else down. Let other people have their speech. Let other people have their say. And then, okay, we don't want violence. We don't want people destroying things. But everybody should be allowed to have their say, and everybody should be allowed to have their vote.
0: That's right. Amen. The most important thing is get out there and vote.
1: You know, and as I and many of my 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 articles is... Keep the faith, keep the peace, we shall overcome.